Hello, welcome back. I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. I am going to break down all things pregnancy. We have a lot to catch up on, okay? Not just pregnancy-wise, but just life-wise. So I wanted to talk to you about pregnancy things that have been going on, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the podcast. I also wanted to talk to you about Brian's birthday and Thanksgiving. So we've got a lot to catch up on. So I'm going to dive in. And I wanted to say that, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. And as you guys know, I'm in a very different place now than when I first started the podcast. And originally, I launched the podcast to kind of serve as a platform for my business acumen. And I am just not in that place anymore at all. And so I want this podcast to be a very different kind of feel and flavor. And with that, I'm thinking about, and this is where I want your help, I'm thinking about renaming it because I want the podcast to be a lot more broad, lifestyle-y, and I want it to be kind of like a place for you to hang out with me. And, you know, I want to talk about all the things. I want to talk about mom stuff. I want to talk about beauty, lifestyle, whatever, relationships, have my girlfriends on, etc., and have it be a lot more just like open dialogue. And so with that, I wanted to know, one, do you like that idea? And two, do you think I should rename the podcast? So I was thinking of something like, you know, Candid with Kimberly or Hanging with Kimberly or something with moms or something like that. I don't know. So I'm going to post on my social media, but I would love your input on what I could name the podcast so that it's more searchable. So I have to think about, you know, what are different words, buzzwords that people might even search just to find the podcast, because obviously I'm not like, you know, some famous person that people would naturally want to just seek out just by searching my name. So if you have any input, please let me know and DM me on Instagram. I'd appreciate that. Okay, so with that, I have to tell you guys, I am so tired, all right? I just want to be real. I got to tell you, I am so tired. And let me tell you, it's not because I'm doing all the things. It's not even that. Normally, we are so busy over here. We are doing a million things. It's not even that. I'm doing less than before. And as I record this, I'm actually 27 weeks pregnant. Hey, and I don't know if it's the pregnancy or because I'm not working. I'm not really sure what it is, but last night, you guys, I slept over nine hours, straight up went to sleep at 8.06 PM per my Fitbit, which by the way, if you guys are not using a Fitbit, you're missing out on a lot of fun because it helps you analyze your sleep. And, you know, I actually started using the Fitbit when I had Carter, my first baby, just to make sure that I could remember my feeding times And it was helping me keep track of when I fed and when I got up and I just kind of got addicted to the data because I'm really nerdy like that. But it also shows you all kinds of other things like your resting heart rate and steps and all that good stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, really tired. So let me, I have to back up. I have to tell you guys, I'm going to spill some tea. I have to tell you, this is like so embarrassing, but whatever. So here we go. So a couple weeks ago, I had gone into my OB for a checkup and I had pushed it back a couple weeks because we were getting our house ready. We were just doing things around the house that I needed to like push back my OB appointment because 
my OB is at Cedars and I live very far now from there. So it's like a whole day to go into a checkup. So anyway, I ended up instead of doing like a monthly checkup, you know, like every four weeks for your first and second trimester, I had pushed it an additional two weeks. So I actually went in at six weeks. And what happened was I kind of messed things up by doing that because so the appointment, my previous appointment should have basically set me up for the next appointment. So the one that I missed was the one that they were going to give me all that, you know, that drink for the gestational diabetes test. You guys know, I know everybody kind of blocks these details out with pregnancy, but um, even I did, and this is my third time doing it. So basically what happened was I showed up um, two weeks late. And before that appointment, I was like, wait, I think I'm supposed to be doing the gestational diabetes test and I don't have the drink. So let me call the office in advance and make sure that I do everything right. And I don't know if I'm supposed to get the drink or, or whatever. So just a little bit murky, right? So again, I'm now like six weeks from the time that I should, instead of having an appointment every four weeks, it was now we're in the six weeks. So a couple days prior, I call them and I'm like, hey, I have my upcoming appointment and I was just wondering if when I do the gestational diabetes test, am I supposed to get the drink at CVS? Like I missed my last appointment, so I don't know if I was going to get the drink then or, or what's the deal. And she's like, okay, hold on, let me read the label. And she reads it and either I missed this or she didn't say it. I don't even know. Candidly, maybe I just missed it. But um, apparently you're supposed to fast, Okay for at least two hours well so missed that instruction so sorry there's like a gardener outside it's really annoying but anyway okay so she's like don't worry just come a little bit early you know you'll drink the drink it'll be an extra 30 minutes like you're not gonna pick up the the um, drink in advance or anything so just show up I'm like okay so I show up early I go there and you know do my initial like you know urine sample that you always do and then they weigh you which is never fun and then they take your blood pressure which by the way I tell the nurses every time I'm like guys if you're taking my weight and then my blood pressure like you're obviously doing this backwards because you just completely <laughs> disrupted my like easy state of mind by weighing me like this is a cruel this is cruel punishment right so like I joke with them like next time can we just first do my blood pressure and then you can weigh me because now you're spiking my blood pressure by showing me how much I weigh you know okay so you know I'm chatting with the nurses I drink the drink and you have to like tell them the exact time you finish the drink I down it it's not a big deal people complain about it like it's some big deal it's just a sugary gross drink it's not a big deal whatever so you have to wait so you wait an hour and then they blood test you to see if your blood sugar spikes too high, basically. And so um, before I even took the drink, though, the nurse was like, oh, well, did you fast? And I'm like, uh, no, I just had a giant burrito this morning for like a late breakfast. And she's like, well, when was that? I'm like, uh, probably like nine. And like by this time, it's like, I don't know, noon or something, 1230. She's like, well, it should be fine. And then the other nurse is like, well, I don't know. Did you drink water? Did you have gum? I'm like, oh, uh, I don't think so. But I did just have water like 30 minutes ago in the car. And she's like looking at me and she's like, well, if you fail this one, then you're going to have to come back and do a three hour one. I'm like, wait, what? 
hold the phone. I'm like, look, I live like two hours away. It's a big deal for me to come here. Every time I come to the doctor, it's like I have to scramble to make sure that my kids are taken care of and all the things. So let me just see if I can pass it today because it should be fine. So she kind of was like giving me like grief about it, but whatever. And then the other nurse like gives it to me. I take it. Now we're waiting the hour. I see my doctor and we do a normal check-in appointment. He checks on the baby. Everything's looking great. I'm like, thank goodness. And he, <laughs> I'm like, by the way, I may have failed the, the, I might fail the blood sugar test. And he's like, well, if you do, you're going to have to come back for three hours. I'm like, seriously, I have to sit here for three hours. Like, what are we going to do for three hours? Are you going to teach me how to deliver a baby? Like, what am I doing in that time? Like, am I getting a prenatal massage? I'm so confused. Why would I be here for that long? Like, I'm a busy mom. I'm so confused. Like, this is, this is a hard no for me. I better not fail this. So anyway, so all, all that to say, he's not amused. So then this is where things take a real turn. So he starts looking at my weight and he goes, okay, um, I see that you've gained more weight than I'd like. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> keep in mind, I've been like really eating significant amounts. And I'm like, oh. And then he's like, yeah, you've gained nine pounds in the last six weeks. What do you think about that? And he's just like typing and not really looking at me. And I'm like, well, so that's three pounds over, you know, and times 3,500 calories. That's like what, 10,500 or something like 10, 11, 12,000 calories extra. I mean, that's not so. And I realize like I'm trying to like justify this, just digging the hole. And he's like, he like stops typing, looks up, he goes, that doesn't sound too good, does it? He's like, sounds like a lot, huh? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, look, doc, I can't stop eating and I can't exercise because my back hurts and I always eat a lot and I'm not going to go on a diet pregnant. <laughs> He's like, well, would you like to meet, meet with a nutritionist? And I'm like, no, I know how to eat healthy. Like I, that's fine. And then He's like, well, would you like to have a physical therapist meet with you? And I'm like, no, my pain is back pain. And I don't even want to talk about it because every pregnant woman has back pain. Mine is just really severe this time. And it like wraps around to my waist. And I literally have been taking Advil just to be able to walk every day after I work out. And he's like, Advil, you should not be taking Advil. I'm like, oh my God, this is just not going well. So <laughs> I've gotten so much trouble and so he writes me a script for like physical therapy, but I was like, look, I don't even want to bother with any of this because the reality is, is that every single pregnant woman I know goes through all these aches and pains and like the best way I've had back pain my whole life, but this is severe, but the best way to get over back pain is just by resting. So that's what I've been doing. I've been resting and eating. Okay. I'm resting and I'm eating. So anyway, so that was that visit. And then I take the blood test and I go home. So, all right, then I get the results of the gestational diabetes test and I look at it and it looks like I failed based on what I understand from the chart. It looks like I'm out of the healthy range and I'm like, great. So I call the doctor's office and I'm like, I need to schedule the three hour. And they're like, just wait for the doctor to read the results. He'll message you if you need to come in. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm just like overall not feeling great about myself. Like here I am, fat pregnant, just failing in general. Okay. I'm failing. Keep in mind my last pregnancies, the last two homegirl over here gained 
24 and 25 pounds. I was doing Barry's boot camp, working like crazy, felt amazing, just a star. And I'm sitting here going, why is this pregnancy so different for me? Like I was so sick in the first trimester. I gained so much weight. I'm so tired. Like, is it my age? Cause now I'm 37 before I was 32 and 33 with my last pregnancies. Is it cause of the IVF and all the hormones leading up to that? Like, what is the deal? I just, I don't even know. Um, but anyway, I've talked to a lot of my girlfriends and a lot of them with the third and fourth kids had like severe back pain. Um, and some of them got, you know, like physical, uh, like personal trainers that specialize in all this, but Anyway, so turns out a couple days later, the doctor messages me and he's like, okay, you passed the, the diabetes test, just schedule your next appointment. And I'm like, what? So I didn't ask questions. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So meanwhile, I've been going back to Orange Theory, just heavily, heavily, you know, um, modifying everything and really listening to my body as I always do, but just have been going, I went like three times this week and you know, it's been rough. It's really hard to get back into shape when you're pregnant. How much weight have I gained? You asked, let's see, um, about 30 pounds. Yeah. I'm not even joking. 30 pounds. And here's the thing is that I'm five, what eight and change. I'm between five, eight and five, nine. And people keep saying, oh, you look great. You're so tiny. And I'm like, I've gained 30 pounds. And they're like, no way. I'm like, no, I just got yelled at by my doctor. He literally yelled at me for gaining too much weight. He said he wants to see a pound a week. And everyone keeps like, <laughs> I'm like, everyone around me is enabling me. This is not good. And I don't mean like everyone around me is like, it's their fault. Cause that's like ridiculous. It's obviously my fault for eating so much and not working out. But like, it doesn't help when everyone else is like, oh, you look awesome. <laughs> like, you guys, I'm failing hard. Like, I don't, I don't need this like coddling. I need you to yell at me and tell me to get my ass back in the gym. So anyway, all that to say, I gotta be honest, part of me, like I was saying to my mom, like, mom, I have my whole life to be skinny. You know, I don't even care. I, we worked so hard for this pregnancy and all I care about is having a healthy, safe baby. And obviously I don't want to risk diabetes and things like that. Cause that's not healthy for the baby, but I also am not focusing on the weight because I just want to enjoy being pregnant. So, okay. So without all of that to say, I'm fat and pregnant and happy. I am just discussing this very candidly because this experience is, has been very different than my last two pregnancies. And I feel like I can empathize with a lot more people that struggled in some way with their pregnancies. Whereas before I had two really easy ones. This isn't a horrible one. It's just different. Maybe it's just not as smooth is a good way of saying it. But anyway, all right. So with all of that to say, I have decided to get back on the horse. So I started Orange Theory three times a week, as I mentioned again, which is down the street, modifying it, doing a little bit of walking and jogging, a little bit of very light, light weight lifting. By the way, the first day we go back, I, I have to do squats. You know, when you're working out and you haven't done a certain exercise in a while, or you're just really out of shape and you immediately, like immediately on the spot are already sore like in not a good way. 
that's what happened. So I couldn't walk for like three or four days. So that was not great, but we kicked it off. And my goal is to just go a couple times a week. And then today I went on a walk, Um, you know, but more than anything, it really does help my mental health. It really does. Like I find myself getting more prone to anxiety and like short bouts of like, dare I say depression? I don't want to throw that around too um, to, sorry, I'm out of breath. Um, I don't want to throw that around too loosely, but I just find that working out does really alleviate, uh, just anxiety maybe is the best way of saying it. And, um, man, it's taken me down though, working out when you're out of shape and, you know, pregnant and everything, it's, it's exhausting. So that's that I've been not, I also stopped eating really late And oh, the other thing is I'm severely anemic. Okay. So realizing that I needed an iron supplement because I didn't have my right prenatal pill, that was a whole thing. So I was like craving crushed ice like crazy. And now that's like winding down. And I'm like sitting there like this is a total sign of anemia. Like I don't really eat meat. And I mean, I don't eat a ton of it, I should say. I'm not a vegetarian. But anyway, so yeah, my last prenatal pill or vitamins that I used to get they were going to charge me $900 for this time because I'm on a different insurance. And so I got an over the, over the counter prenatal pill and apparently I needed an iron supplement. So didn't take that for, you know, the first half of my pregnancy. And now I'm like severely anemic, but I'm feeling better. It's been a couple weeks and, um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at with the pregnancy. I am just so happy. <sighs> I'm so happy. I'm so overjoyed to be pregnant. I don't know. This is probably my last pregnancy. And okay. Oh, this is the thing I cannot wait to tell you guys about. Okay. So maternity photo shoot. Listen listen to this. Okay. So since I think before I even had kids, I've been following this amazing photographer, maternity photo shoot photographer, maternity photographer, I guess. Um, Lori Dorman. Okay. And she has done so many amazing people that I follow on Instagram. And you know, when you like fangirl out about certain people like that, whether they're like beauty people, like hair or makeup or, you know, whatever, I, you know, when you feel like they're not attainable, it was kind of like that for me. Like I always loved just like fond over all of her work, but I just, I don't know. I just had like a mental block. Well, anyway, so when I got pregnant with Carter and then again with Charlotte, I mentioned to Brian that I wanted to do a maternity photo shoot. And he was like, why? That's, you know, that's not necessary. Like he just like didn't get it. And so he kind of like, I mean, inadvertently, I hate to say it, but he kind of like took the wind out of my sail. So I just didn't do it because I'm like, yeah, he's right. Keep in mind, my husband is not on social media. He does not care about any of that stuff, but we're not big photo shoot people in general. So either way, um, this kind of like in that time that I was trying so hard to get pregnant, one of my regrets was that I never did a maternity photo shoot and I've always regretted it like deeply to the point where, you know, when you like resent your partner, like if they talk you out of something 
and then you start like resenting them. It was like that. Like I was, I even think I told Brian that once. I'm like, if I ever get pregnant again, I'm doing a maternity photo shoot. I'm doing all the things that you talked me out of. Like I got so mad. Poor guy, you know, because he's, I mean, if, if anybody knows my husband, he literally, that man is the most supportive, loving husband you could possibly ask for. I mean, truly, truly, he really is like genuinely, I feel like that's a whole other podcast episode that we can talk all about, like what a good man looks like. And believe me, not to say that like our marriage is perfect or anything, but like he's, he really is the guy that like, is like whatever I want. He fully supports it and like walks that walk, you know, like in the biggest way. Um, like when I was working a hundred hours a week and traveling, he was like, okay, if that's what makes you happy, like we'll get a live in nanny, we'll buy a house that's like accommodating, like truly walks that walk with me. And, um, so yeah, I just think, you know, I want to say that in his defense because, you know, he never would do something to like upset me like in any way, shape or form, um, in that way. Like if he knew the depths of how much that really meant, like, so when I told him this time, he's like, then do it, babe. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I I want you to be happy. Like, he just wants me to be happy so badly, you know? So anyway, with that to say, I've been kind of hemming and hawing and I contacted Lori Dorman and, you know, kind of got some information about a maternity photo shoot and it was too early to take it. And then it turns out that they actually do this whole, they have like so many great options and packages. And so, but it's, you know, pricey, you guys. Like I was a little bit like, oh God. So I kind of like shelved it. And then I was like, wait a minute, you know, I really want to do this. So then the other week I went and I finally booked it. Yes, I booked the maternity photo shoot of my dreams. And can I just tell you a couple things about it? Because what I'll probably do is talk more about it, like leading up to it, but it's coming up quick. But can I just please tell you a couple things? So you can have them come to your home or go into their studio, which is in Glendale, which is, you know, kind of far for us. But you also can have it be just yourself or you could have it like a family photo shoot. And I was originally like, I'm just going to have it be me because again, anyone with kids, logistics of like getting them ready for that day and bringing them and it's a whole thing versus me just like going one day when they're at school so much easier, right? So I was like, I'm just going to do that, but it's not more money if you want to bring your family and make it more of a family photo shoot. So then the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, I should really bring in the kids because, and my husband, because then it's a family photo shoot and we have these like family photos that we can actually like use throughout, that we could actually use throughout our home. Okay. So sat there for a month thinking about it, finally book it and decide that we're going to go into their studio because how awesome is this? Okay. You go to their studio, they have your own dressing room, your own bathroom. They also have a kitchen there with snacks. They have an outdoor area for your kids to play for like when your kids need to run out some energy and they are totally fine if you, they're totally fine if you have kids that, you know, might need a break or whatever, like they get it. And then they give you the wardrobe so you can pick from their wardrobe of like these fabulous gowns and like fabulous outfits. You know, they also have an extra, it's like a somewhat marginal fee 
with their own hair and makeup people. So what happens is I go in and do hair and makeup for two hours, just me. And then my kids and husband are going to come meet me. And then we're going to all do the photo shoot. And I get three different looks. They have the backgrounds. And then they match my daughter. They give her an outfit to match me or a couple outfits. So they have a wardrobe for me and for my daughter. And then the boys don't. They have like two different looks. But anyway, I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. You don't have to worry about getting your hair, your makeup, your, you know, all your different wardrobes. Like I, if you guys, my earlier podcasts, you'll hear the one where I talk about the branding photo shoot and I brought on our amazing photographer Katie Grace and she's incredible I mean she's a serious star but that was not in studio and it was just different because it was like a branding photo shoot for my business this is like an all-in-one like turnkey photo shoot and it just is so simple and easy and again it's not like a branding one so it's a lot more simple because you don't have to worry about so many other things but um, anyway, so that is what we're doing. And I decided that we're going to do it before Christmas. So like we accelerated the timeline, even though it's a little early in my pregnancy, like I am just at that 30 week time period when we'll be doing it when I'm almost 30 weeks, you're supposed to do it between 30 and 36 weeks. But my stomach is big enough where I think it'll be fine. And I just didn't want to do it like you know, after the holidays, I don't know what's happening with COVID. And then we're going to have all this other stuff going on in our family. And it's going to be, you know, after the New Year's back to school, basketball for Carter. And then we have Carter's birthday. And then we have the birth like right after that. And it's just it's just a lot of birthdays going on in end of January and February for our family. And it's just too much, you know. So yeah, we're doing that in a couple weeks and I am so excited. And then they do a newborn photo shoot with you also afterwards. So you guys should definitely check her out. Lori Dorman photography. I'll keep talking about how that goes, but the fact that I kind of like removed that mental roadblock and decided that I'm just going to go for it. Like, I just hope that if you're listening and there's something that you are dying to do for yourself then do it, whether it's pregnancy related or something else. Like, have we learned nothing else? We need to just go live. So if there's something you're dying to do, girl, go for it, okay? Whatever that it thing may be, if you are having a mental block, I really, really urge you to go and just rip off the Band-Aid. Like, you're worth it. You deserve it. Don't be cheap, like go and make it happen for yourself because nobody's going to do it for you, I promise. Um, okay, so that's that on the maternity photo shoot. Again, stay tuned. I will continue to keep you posted. I am so excited and um, maybe some of you are like, I don't get why that's such a big deal, but now you understand a little bit more. All right, so two other things. Can I just say one thing about Thanksgiving? Okay. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving, first of all. And I also want to say that I know the holidays can be really tough. Um, people that have experienced death or loss in their family, like this is a really seriously tough time for a lot of people. And I just want to say that I feel that pain in my own way. And um, I just want to say that not everybody is having the best of times. So please do your best through it. If you are you know, struggling in some way, then reach out, phone a friend, exercise, plan a trip, do something to get yourself through it in the most healthy of ways. Because believe me, 
not everybody is having the best of times through, you know, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, and New Year's. Like, it truly is a, a very, very taxing time for many people. So I just want to acknowledge that because I just don't like that all we see are these pretty Instagram pictures all the time. And I just want to acknowledge that this is a time of a, of deep pain for many people and they just cannot wait to get through it. So if that's you, I feel you, I see you, I hear you and you're not alone. And just please do your best to take care of yourself and minimize, you know, the experience and, um, you know, feel free to send me a note if this resonates as well. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, so with that to say, we had a bit of a unexpected like health issue come up right before and I can't talk about it. I'm sorry because it's not my journey directly, but I am affected. So without getting into the details, we have been dealing with some of our own issues on the health front. Okay. That are very difficult and not pretty, not fun to talk about and not my business to talk about or share, unfortunately, but, um, very stressful. Okay. So what ended up happening was my mother-in-law, thank goodness, comes to the rescue and essentially caters the entire Thanksgiving dinner at my house. And part of that is because my husband, Brian, is working throughout the holidays. It's his busiest time of year. He's in the restaurant business and he unfortunately does not have the nine to five so this is not our time of leisure by any stretch of the imagination. So I basically was like, let's have it either, let's have it where it's easiest for Brian because he's going to be working on Thanksgiving and I don't want him to have to drive like an hour to my mother-in-law's like into the city versus our house, which is closer to his restaurant. So that's what we did. And my mother-in-law kind of basically cooks for three days. She also is kosher. So she gets a kosher chick or sorry, not chicken. <laughs> Whoa, pregnancy brain help. Um, she gets a kosher turkey from the butcher. She marinates everything and prepares it the night before. And she does, you know, the cranberry sauce, the cornbread muffins. I mean, she does essentially the entire meal days in advance, except for things that have to be like hot, like the sweet potatoes we did that day and a couple other smaller items like, you know, I did the salad and things like that. Okay. So Brian's birthday was a week prior, which by the way, I do want to tell you about Brian's birthday also. Okay. So Brian's birthday was during the week. And so I wanted to do a birthday cake with him and his family because not everyone can come over on his birthday. So it was just us and the kids on his actual birthday singing happy birthday. So <laughs> I had two major Thanksgiving fails that I'm going to tell you. Okay. And just, this is just ridiculous because I had so little to actually contribute to the actual Thanksgiving, um, as far as like, you know, cooking and really the hard work. Right. Okay, so I basically, my one job was to go get Brian's cake and he likes an ice cream cake. And we have a whole kind of inside joke about his ice cream cake. We call it, so he, I'll just tell you guys, I mean, it's like not that funny, but I'll just share with you why we even do this because it sounds ridiculous. So basically when we first started dating, I was like, what kind of cake do you want for your birthday? And he's like, I actually really like ice cream cake. I'm like, okay, that's really random. And he's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind like an Oreo cookie ice cream cake. I'm like, okay. So I, I go every year and I get him like literally from Ralph's or Vaughn's, I go and get him an ice cream Oreo cake. And one year it was like, 
some of the writing was like chipped off and it looked like Orpho instead of Oreo. So he's like, oh, thanks for my Orpho cake. So now every year it's like a joke that, oh, okay, we have to get Brian's Orpho birthday cake, right? We also got him like an actual nice, his dad brought him a nice cake. So the night before I go and I get him his ice cream Orpho cake, I have the two kids with me. I have a million groceries and you know when you're just flustered, not flustered, but there's just a lot going on. I'm unloading the groceries. The kids are screaming. I got to feed them. It was one of those moments when I brought home the cake in my defense. So I quickly put away the ice cream and then the next morning my my mother-in-law and bonus dad come over and they start the process of you know preparing the meal and I come down and they're like, so we had a little bit of a cake debacle. I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm thinking, oh, they probably, you know, knocked the cake over accidentally or like they like did something to mess it up. And they're like, well, actually, we went to put the turkey in the fridge in the garage. And I noticed we noticed there's like all this like melted cream everywhere. And so we started cleaning and it was the the ice cream cake. And I was like, wait, what? I'm like, wait, are you, oh, my God. Oh my gosh, I put the, the ice cream, I put the ice cream cake in the refrigerator instead of in the freezer. Like OMG, literally that is my one job to get this cake, this ice cream cake, and I screw it up. And so, and they're like so polite. They don't want to be like, girl, you messed up your one job. But I'm sitting here like laughing at myself because I'm like, you guys, I have been in the garage and looking at that cake more than once since I put it away. Like I've been in the garage and seen that in there a couple times and it did not register that I put it in the refrigerator instead of the freezer. So I had to run out, go get a new one. Thank goodness I went when I did because, because it was the last one. Okay. Now the second fail I had was now this one was actually worse. Okay. So we get the cake. We're fine with the cake. The next one was not as easy. So we had done a remodel, a kitchen remodel. We did a, we did, whatever. We did a bigger remodel than that. But the biggest thing was the kitchen, right? So we have a new oven. And candidly, I'm not like, I have just started really my cooking journey in the last three years. So I'm not like an expert chef or anything. Um, but anyway, so it was time to cook the turkey. No problem. So we start cooking it. In the first two hours, my mother-in-law wanted to use like the regular just like oven. And then she said, okay, the last like hour and a half, I want to put it on convection. I'm like, okay, no problem. Here's the convection button. So the time comes to switch it over to convection. No problem. I press the button and I turn off the oven because I'm like, we're on, you know, convection. So I turn off the rest of the, the regular bake setting and sit there for an hour and a half and then Brian gets home and we were already having kind of a later Thanksgiving dinner because, you know, most people have it pretty early, but we couldn't because Brian's restaurant was closing at three, which means he'd get home at like 430 probably by the time they like wrap up and wind it all down and lock up and all the things. So he ends up getting home at about 445. We're like going to be ready to eat. We take out the turkey. It's raw. Yeah, keep in mind, we have about 12 people at our house. We have my sister, my brother-in-law, their baby, my parents, Brian's parents, my kids, his sister, you know, the whole group. So yeah, so basically it's not ready. So 
we, my mom was like, oh, well, when I got here, I noticed the oven was off. I'm like, oh, she's like, yeah, I had turned it on. So we're thinking, okay, it'll be another 10 or 15 minutes. No, we start checking that turkey like every 15 minutes and it is not ready yet. So it ends up, we literally keep taking it out and testing the temperature over and over like five or six times. Keep in mind, every time my mother-in-law, that poor woman, she's an angel, my mother-in-law, Okay, every time she takes that turkey out, it's like 25 pounds. She's like turning red because from lifting it. And I cannot lift it because I'm pregnant. So this woman is being so patient with me. She's done absolutely everything. I had no role in helping in any way, shape, or form. She has hand-delivered everything practically, like literally on a silver platter. And the only thing I had to do is get the cake, which we already know how that went, and help her like just basically not get in the way and not ruin Thanksgiving. So now we've got about 12 hungry people wondering where is this damn turkey? Okay, so an hour later, we get the turkey. Brian slices it, shaves it, carves it. That's the word, carves it, bless. And uh, yeah, so it ended up being a great one. But like we people were getting so hungry, we had to serve all of the appetizers and all the other accoutrements or whatever, everything else before the turkey, because the turkey wasn't ready and everyone was so hungry. And by this time, it's like six o'clock or 6.15. And even the kids are like complaining. Um, thankfully, Brian had also brought extra, like he brought mac and cheese and he brought extra desserts. He brought like all the things. So thank goodness he kind of supplemented just because again, I was going to make a dessert and ended up not even doing it. And just, I just kind of failed hard. Okay. So that was my, that was my, I don't want to say contribution, but I literally almost sabotaged and ruined Thanksgiving. And I felt so honestly, I felt so bad. Like I felt so bad. Um, of course, hindsight's 2020. It's not a big deal. Laugh it off. Ha ha. It's fine. But like, I really did not. It's like, I kind of sucked this year. I'll just be real. But it was lovely and it was great. And Jen and Adolfo had come back from Portugal for, they had been there for like a month with their son, with Skylar, my nephew. And so it was really fun to catch up with them and all the things. So that was Thanksgiving. We're mostly caught up. The only other thing I didn't tell you guys about, which I can tell you about quickly, was Brian's birthday. So my husband turned 42 a couple days before Thanksgiving, and that was kind of another debacle. It was also my sister's 40th birthday. Happy birthday, Jen. And so it was great to see her when she had come back from her, um, you know, her world tour, not really her world tour because she did that a couple years ago, but um, her and Adelfo took Skylar to Portugal for a month and that was amazing to catch up with her and we went to that restaurant. Ooh, we went to the restaurant Elefante and it's in Santa Monica and it was really fun. Everyone was having drinks. We ordered probably 90% of the menu for me, Brian, Adelfo and Jen and Skylar and it was so fun to just go out and like have an adult dinner and the view there is gorgeous. If you guys have not been, I recommend it. We, you guys, we literally ordered, I'm not kidding, ridiculous amounts of food. And it was my treat because I wanted to basically celebrate both Jen and Brian's birthday. And we hadn't done anything big for Jen because she had been away. So it was just my little way of you know, celebrating her and her big milestone birthday and just getting to like be an adult again. And it was weird. Like 
going out to dinner and just we haven't done that in so long and it was so fun and they were drinking and we were eating and it was like a real date night so that was really fabulous and then um so that was on a Friday or Saturday or no, no, that was on Sunday night. Then Brian was off on Monday. So I had booked us at the Four Seasons in Westlake Village and we were going to just do a couple's massage, but we ended up getting this suite there, which if you guys don't know, you can actually book a suite at the Four Seasons, but it's when they say suite, it's not like a room because at first that's what I was thinking. It It's, um, it's a suite in the actual spa. And it has like a bed, a shower, a closet, a bathroom, and you can spend all day there if you want. And so Brian and I had the kids in gymnastics and they were supposed to be in from nine to three because it was their Thanksgiving break and kids are not allowed at the spa. And so what happened was we dropped them off. And when I dropped them off, they're like, oh, Charlotte, Charlotte's too young to be in the five-year-old class. I was like thinking, okay, it's not a big deal because it let me book it, you know, in the system. And I'm like, well, you know, she's always with older kids. She's very athletic. She's very mature. She's fine. They're like, no, like we can't, like we cannot have her. I'm like, okay, fine. Put her in with the younger kids. And I'm like, she's going to be kind of upset because she's going to be away from her brother and her friends. And she has major FOMO as it is. So I was like, this is not good, but okay, just put her in the younger kids class. It'll be fine. They're like, okay, no problem. But it only goes till noon, the younger kids class. I'm like, what? Keep in mind, our massages are at one o'clock, okay? Couples massage from, it's like 90 minute massage from one to, you know, technically 2.30. We're going to quickly get dressed and rush out of there and then pick up the kids by three. Not happening. I got so upset. I was supposed to get my car service that day. Like for all you guys that have kids and you're planning everything like very strategically for this kind of curveball to show up on your husband's birthday, keep in mind, Brian works seven days a week. My husband works his you know what off okay it's very rare for him to get a chance to even you know have a relaxing day like this and the reason why we even got this suite is because I had previously like two months before back in September convinced him to come to the spa and I was like babe you need a time you need a day to relax so he comes to the spa at the Four Seasons and his masseuse doesn't show up so they ended up giving us a credit for this suite not for the massage which I later found out for this suite so we had already had a whole debacle around him trying to get a massage so I know this isn't a big deal but I'm just saying it's his birthday he's been working like crazy like literally like insane crazy so for all of this to happen the day of his birthday it's too late to cancel our appointments I my mother-in-law had been prepping for Thanksgiving she lives 45 minutes away in the city and it was just I was so upset so long story short, my mother-in-law has to come out and because I can't cancel the massage at this point. Like we're like four hours out, you know? And um, so she comes out and saves the day, ends up watching the kids for from like 12 to 3. And then we come home and like whatever. So anyway, we end up doing the massage. They have this like when you go in for the maternity massage, you guys, they have this like, um, what was I calling it? It's like a contraption. It's like a belly holder so you can lay down on your stomach without smushing the baby so that was wild um we were not in the suite for very long because we ended up getting we ended up going to the restaurant there 
because it just had a better menu. I really wanted like a burger and fries. <laughs> and the pool menu nearby was just very light. Like it was not what I was looking for. So we ended up going and having a fabulous lunch and having the best bread and the best butter ever there um, at the main restaurant. And anyway, so then we went, got our massages and we had to leave pretty much immediately after. And so that was like his little birthday fun. And I ended up getting him like a satchel because I had bought him a satchel probably like a decade ago. He wears it every single day to work. And I ended up getting him a really nice satchel, but it's not obnoxious. It's functional. It's manly, but it's chic. So that was his present. And um, he ended up and then his dad dropped off a fabulous cake from Sweet Lady Jane, baby. If you don't know the triple berry Sweet Lady Jane cake, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But that is our go-to cake when I worked for um, Sam Nazarian back in the day. That was our go-to cake back then. And it still is for our family today. Um, shout out to Sweet Lady Jane. Maybe you can, we can do a little sponsorship or something. But I love you guys so good. So that's what we ended up doing for his birthday. He just, originally we were going to do like a really, really nice birthday for him. And I was going to have all of our friends. But he was like, I'm just so tired. I'm like, okay, let's just get you to relax. So it was a very low key birthday for him. And um, it was really wonderful for him just to spend time with the kids in the afternoon and just like have time at home and relax a little bit because all of his quote unquote free time has been going to the kids activities with me like Carter's basketball or football games. Uh, and he's also been like moving stuff around and like doing all kinds of manual work around the house, preparing for the baby. Ooh, the baby just kicked hard. And, um, so anyway, it has not been relaxing this, the last, you know, year for my husband has been quite intense. So it was a great birthday. And, um, I just kind of wanted to share a couple of those little debacles with you. So with that, I'm going to wrap I wanted to know, what did you guys think of this kind of vibe of the episode? I would love to have some of my girlfriends on to talk about all kinds of things. It was super fun, by the way. Thank you for those of you that listened to the episode with Carter. You guys loved it. He was just, he's such a cutie. Um, yeah, he loved it. I swear, I feel like he could be a podcaster. Like I did not prompt him at all with that entire discussion. And when I listened back to it, if you guys haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's the power of the pause with special guest Carter Levy. And he like had natural transitions in conversation. I mean, the kid is five. I'm, I'm telling you, I swear, I feel like he has a future in this. Um, but of course now Charlotte wants to join the podcast. So yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying just kind of hanging out with you guys. I would love to also talk about, I think in the coming episodes, I want to talk about what it's like to start your kids in a sport and how difficult that really can be. And my friend Ashley is probably going to join me for that because her and I both had a very similar experience with our kids. And I feel like no one is talking about it. Like you never hear about this. And by the way, shout out to her son, Jaden, who is turning six today. We are going to go celebrate with um, pizza and sprinkles cupcakes for his birthday. And then he goes to Disney. So yeah, I better get Ashley on and tell her that I just did this shout out because, you know, it's going to be a really good conversation between real moms. So again, do not forget to please rate me five stars on 
Apple Podcasts, follow this podcast and send this around. If this resonates, if you're enjoying it, send it to your friends, spread the word, screenshot the episode, tag me. I will upload it to my stories. Um, please also send me suggestions for what you think we should rename the podcast. One, the question is, should we rename the podcast? Two, what should it be? And I do want it to have my name in it, but I don't think I want it just to be my name. So let me know what you guys think. Do you like this vibe? I hope you do because I'm going to keep going with it. I'm really enjoying this and I love you guys. And thank you for all your love and support and all your comments and questions. Keep them coming and I will check y'all later. Bye.